Hey, it's Elvin Medora with the Swipes email, which is, of course, a swipe, wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and a sketch. So let's get started. So here's a fun swipe. Now, this is a swipe about comparisons. So sometimes a simple comparison helps you instantly understand something versus telling it. So the simple graphic seen on Instagram instantly shows your fullness level after eating 400 calories of oil versus beef versus vegetables. Now, this isn't the prettiest thing in the world, but it just shows that you have your stomach and there's 400 calories of oil and it barely fills it up. And then there's vegetables and it fills up the whole thing for 400 calories. So instantly you go, oh, I'll get m less calories and more fullness from eating a lot of vegetables versus like, you know, a bunch of meat and oil and stuff like that. So that's a very helpful concept. So I first learned about calories when I was 26 years old and comparisons helped me understand it better. So I'd frequently eat these king size Snickers bars all the time. You know, it says like 220 calories, but then there's two servings inside of it. So it's 440 calories. Uh, but 440 calories, when I looked at that on its own, meant nothing. I was like, what is this? mean? I, I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to. So then I started comparing it to other foods and I do like clementines. I like peeling them and eating them. And I was shocked. I could eat 12 clementines and get less than 440 calories that were in the king size snicker bar. And so I even made this image for myself back then comparing the two. Like I was just like, you either eat this tiny little candy bar, which uh, tastes good in the moment, but you're hungry right after versus 12 clementines, which to be honest, is probably impossible to eat. I mean, I could probably eat four and I'm pretty full by then. And that's just a few calories per clementine. So these comparisons slowly help me discern good foods and bad foods. Similarly, using comparisons, often called like analogies, are very useful when explaining something such as your product. Um, here's a little piece of wisdom, and I really love this quote. Uh, I'm not going to put too much context on it because I think it just does a good job on its own. It says, uh, the mediocre teacher tells, the good teacher explains, the superior teacher demonstrates, and the great teacher inspires by William Arthur Ward. And I mean, I'm sure we've all gone through high school, middle school, elementary school, maybe college, where you have like a mediocre teacher who's just like, okay, here's what you do. They have no life in it at all. And you're just like, eh, I'm not learning too much. A good teacher will tell you stuff, but also explain how it works, interact with you. And then a really good teacher will actually make demonstrations, maybe, you know, show real life examples. So kind of like comparisons, like we just talked about. And the great teacher inspires you. So that's like, they do all of the above. They tell you, they explain to you, they demonstrate, but they also inspire you and inspire you to uh, do more. Here's something interesting. I don't know who's out there that likes this, but uh, people love hot sauce. And I'm not a big hot sauce person for the most part. I think some of them just get way too hot and it's painful. But for some reason, this one just hits the right spot for me. It's Cholula Chipotle sauce. So it's the Cholula blend of Chipotle, uh, hot sauce, which is good. But then their Chipotle flavor is really good. And I've also noticed that uh, it's very flavorful. It goes on anything. And it's also not hot enough to wreck your stomach. Some of these hot sauces, I don't know what's going on. They're just, they're just like ob obnoxiously hot. This one's flavorful and mild, and it's great. So Cholula is great in general. The Chipotle flavor is even yummier. So I would highly recommend it. Um, here's a picture. This is of me in a bathroom pouring tea in Mexico City. And so yesterday was my 40th birthday, and I joked on Twitter. I was like, here's 40 lessons I've learned about life. And I was like, just kidding. I don't know anything. I'm just going to have fun. And so I was in Mexico City last week and celebrating a bit. And this weekend, I'll be in Austin. And friends have stuff planned out. I don't know what it is yet, but festivities are about to begin after I put down this microphone. And so I'm excited to see what happens. Um, here's a little 
essay about be clear, not clever. So in the copywriting world, there's this thing called be clear, not clever. And in general, it's really great advice, especially when trying to sell something. Sometimes people will make analogies. Like for example, uh, this was one company had a pricing scheme where it was like chess, like their top level was king, their second level was queen, their third level was like rook or something like that. And people would always be like, what is the queen thing? Is that like a bed? Like what, what they, they, they weren't sure. Like it would confuse everyone. And so being clear, they were trying to be too clever. So instead just be clear, like, you know, silver, platinum, silver, gold, platinum packages or small, big, small, you know, just like easy namings is better. However, sometimes cleverness and even beauty can work in advertising. And so, for example, I think this graphic of bicycle parts is both beautiful and clever, and it uses the name of the part to draw, quote unquote, the image. And I just thought like, this is a very attention grabbing. And I think sometimes when you see something clever or beautiful, you'd want to save it. So that's a, it's a other benefit of this. And then here's a, here's another uh, Pringles ad that I think is beautiful and clever at the same time, where it shows a guy eating Pringles hot and spicy version, but he's the guy, he's the thing blowing up a hot air balloon. It's kind of funny. Or this beautiful Rolls Royce ad, Rolls Royce ad. It just shows how pretty the car is. It just says Rolls Royce, the best car in the world. And it shows it coming out of this, you know, big glamorous Vanderbilt era mansion. And the, the car just looks really awesome. And that's it. That's how they're selling it. <laughs> so when selling and writing, I do think clearness is best. Like if people don't understand what you're saying, that's bad. But every, every once in a while, uh, some cleverness and beauty can go a very long way. Here's a little sketch about the compression of information. And so compression of information is that as we get better technology, the information gets installed in our head quicker and quicker. So for example, I wrote, hi, I'm Neville. Today, I want to tell you something interesting methods to become indispensable at work. But if I were to make this into a YouTube shorts video, I wouldn't have time to say all this. So I just say, here's three ways to become indispensable at work. You kind of really condense it down. And so I call this the compression of information. And said, for example, I made a seven minute video about becoming indispensable. So it took seven minutes to explain this concept. But recently I put out a YouTube short about the same thing and it's only 39 seconds long. And to be honest, it kind of gets the same point across, but 10x more efficiently. Like it literally is about 10x less space to consume. And for me, copywriting has always been about getting information from one brain to another or one brain into a million brains in whichever the most efficient method is best. So whether that's text, video, whatever, it doesn't matter to me. Copywriting is about getting that information into someone's head. And so this compression of information has happened to reading. For example, books used to take days to read. Magazine articles started to take just minutes to read. And then tweets are now just seconds to read. And it's also happening to video. Movies used to be the primary way you consume stuff, like documentaries, and it would take hours to watch. Then YouTube videos came out and just minutes to watch. And then shorts videos came out. And now it's just seconds to watch each video. So I've been experimenting with some shorter form content all this year. And maybe you could follow me on these platforms to see it. It would be like my birthday gift. Uh, follow Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn. This is all places where I put out short form content in terms of short form tweets, short form videos, short form just educational stuff. And let me know, do you like shorter form content? Do you consume it? I personally consume a lot. I say I don't like it, but then, you know, I look at my viewing habits and I'm like scrolling through Instagram shorts and sometimes TikTok if I open it um, or YouTube shorts. I definitely consume quite a bit of it, but I also consume long format and medium format. So I think the answer is a lot of people consume 
all of the above. But let me know. Do you like all the shorter form content that's happening? Do you consume it? Reply and let me know. Anyways, if uh, you were thinking about joining Copywriting Course, by the way, we're doing a Black Friday deal soon. That's, I mean, just like the best we've ever had. So I would say watch out for that around Thanksgiving time and look forward to joining the Copywriting Course and having you in there. My name is Nelvin Medora. I will talk to you later.